Hey, this is Scott Steiner, Big Papa Pump, the Big Bad Booty Daddy, and you listen to IcoPod, the best podcast going today. Holler if you hear me. And we're back with episode 157 of Icopod. I am Bob Collins Jr. With me, as always, is Austin Skinner and Dallas Gridley. Fellas, we have a steel cage match. That's about it. How are we feeling? Well, you pretty much covered it there. That's about it. <laughs> um, man, last week was deflating. Sitting here. You know, I came in with just so much steam for for last week's episode. And sitting here for the following week, my steam has dwindled drastically. So much so that the all-time high I was riding from now three and four weeks ago Seems like a distant memory. And here we are. Monday Night Raw. We're getting a Bret Hart. <laughs> Yankum cage match. Now, if you weren't absolutely blown away by last week's recap uh, match from SummerSlam. No worries. Because you are promised an even better, more exciting, more dynamic Bret Hart-Isaac Yankum match. Simply because it's a steel cage. Now, if that doesn't hype you up, if you need any more hype than that for tonight's episode, you're probably just like me, Dallas and Bob. Because, fuck, we need a lot more than that to be hyped up for this episode. And that's how I'm feeling. Well, I saw something in the preview, and I am... So you cheated. Fucking pumped. No, it's on the screen. If you cheated, just say you cheated. I didn't cheat. You did. I might have saw it, too, and it sort of makes me a little more excited, but, like, We'll see. I'm not looking because that's not what you do. Did you see the preview when you tuned in on Monday Night Raw in 1995? No, buddy. You just put the fucking channel on and hope for the best. Well, I can't help that my screen, it's not cut off. It's just sitting there. Yeah, right. Looking to be looked at. Uh, I need to look at that shit. It's like, hey, check this out. Look what's Mm going to happen this week. No, don't look at it and don't read it. You just fucking hit play when Bob tells you. Damn it. 
I hope you're done being dramatic. Are you? Don't keep asking, or he's going to change his mind. Yeah, you want? Listen, motherfucker. Okay? You know what? No, I ain't being done being dramatic. Because guess what? What I'm going to bring up right now. What? Okay? We've talked about it about 20 times on the podcast, but I'm just going to say it right here, right now, again. Fuck The Undertaker and anybody who loves him. Wow, we're swinging some hate here in the beginning of the episode. I feel your aggression is misguided. The Undertaker has nothing to do with it. Oh, he's got a big fucking huge seven-foot part of it. Because guess what he's making me watch for In Your House? Him and a fucking Mabel match. Yeah, it's going to be the best match on the card. I'm pissed. The best match on the card, and you know it. Yeah, well, the sad part is it actually might end up being... And that's what um, No, the sad part is, is that there's only two things of uh, notes here for the observer. So that means we're going to have to watch the show probably sooner than we expected for this week. Well, at least then it'll be sooner, over sooner <laughs> than we expected to. Yeah, so here's the latest update here from Mr. Dave Meltzer in regards to Adam Baum. It is almost for sure, almost a certainty that he will be returning. No. To the WWF. So it's gone from absolutely not to they might enforce it to he's probably coming back. If I was him, man, I would sit home. There's no update on uh, Jeff Jarrett. No, well, that's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of bullshit, this is probably going to surprise you guys. So Nitro and Raw last week on October 9th, which was, you know, Raw was (laughs) mostly a recap. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Aside from the six-man tag and Fatu skip, it was pretty much a recap of what has happened. Yeah. And then Nitro had uh, Flair Anderson in a cage, and Sting was there. Hogan showing the the black colors. Please tell me. Like, I'm begging you. I'm Fatu asking you to make a difference by telling me that Monday Night Raw last week got better ratings than Nitro. Well, I cannot tell you that because that, oh, okay. ha- that did not happen. Right. Uh, but they did tie at 2.6. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's not much better, man. That's pretty that might, mad. That, that, is bad. Might, that might be even worse. To tie that show than not. Oof. They didn't even put anything on. They could have just put a black screen. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that was not good. Uh, there is a major development, though, that was not mentioned uh, in The Observer this week. It's probably going to be mentioned next week, but I'm going to mention it right now because, well, it's known. So two things. Bill Watts has quit the, the World Wrestling Federation. He quit it on October 13th. A lot of that was uh, creative differences. Yeah, you think? With Vince McMahon, he had uh, a vision here that I believe like the story is that he wanted Bret Hart to be world champion, but uh, Vince was dead set on Sean at some point being the world champion. So he knew that it was just a matter of time before he were to leave. However, more importantly on October 13th, and I'm just going to read this directly from the history of WWE.com. And I'm sure I'll be repeating it. uh, Not next week, not the next episode, because the next episode is in your house four, but the following episode. So, World Wrestling Federation Intercontinental Champion Shawn Michaels was assaulted by several servicemen outside of Club 37 in Syracuse, New York. 
the assault led to Michaels uh, giving up the Intercontinental Championship uh, at uh, at the pay per view. That's not really spoiling anything. Uh, Davy Boy Smith and One Two Three Kid were also involved in the incident. Uh, Davy Boy suffered a black eye, but Kid was not injured in the fight. Michaels refused to uh, he refused to press charges. So Shawn Michaels was assaulted in our hometown of Club Thirty Seven. October thirteenth, the day before the Syracuse House Show. Where where is that exactly? Is it downtown? I didn't think it was. I, I don't. I mean, it. I think it's. It was. I think it was closer to where pastime is. Like in that vicinity. Okay. Not, I don't think. I don't think it was downtown. I'm trying. I'm trying to take a look here. Because um, at I can some point. Out, but... Well, because at some point I thought somebody told me it was in like North Syracuse, and I was like, "No, it is. It, it's in North Syracuse. It is. Yeah, I think where. I feel like I know where it is. I just can't. Does this one have a club? Thirty. He got assaulted in North Syracuse. That blows my mind. Yeah, because I always thought that it was just mistaken that it was somewhere downtown. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do we have a street on this? I mean, this is talking about demolishing it. It's... Where the fuck would there be oh, a you, Okay, so you know where it is, I believe? Um, Austin, well, I don't know if there's a... On the way, so uh, headed toward uh, Maddie Dale. There's a Taco yeah. Bell, right? Taco yeah. Bell, Delta Sonic, yeah, yeah. etc. It's yeah. across from that. It's that one place that says... That it said Club NV is coming or something. That no building? No way. That building? That's the building where it uh, apparently was. Wow. Bob, do you know that one he's talking about? I know the Delta Sonic because my sister used to work. It's right across from that Delta Sonic. It's right across from it. It's an old rundown building with like huge trees growing up in the front now, I think. I don't even know if it... That's... Well, there... Because there was like the motel thing next to it, but that's gone now. They they cleared it. They cut down everything. That's gone. But the building, the club building, it looked like they were selling like used cars there for a little bit or some shit even. Oh. I don't know. But needless to say. Holy shit. Right there? He got beat up in North Syracuse? I thought it was closer to like the mall. I thought it was downtown. Yeah, but it's pretty interesting. I well, kind of thought I thought that's what a was, weird though. place was, for the rustlers to go party at a it's like North way, Syracuse. Club. Yeah, it's way well, away from where they were supposed to be. That's probably yeah. kind of the point, though. It's like it's not yeah. right near the arena where people are expecting them to be. Yeah, the city would be or uh, downtown would be, you know, busy as fuck, probably. Well, and not only that. I'm pretty. I don't think that building is torn down, is it? No, I think I believe it is still there, as far as I remember. Yeah. I'm oh, surprised. That's uh, so weird. I'm surprised WWE hasn't returned to that area for like a documentary. But hey, Sean, remember when you got beat the fuck up over here? That would actually be kind of cool if they did do that. <laughs> I, that's what I would think. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> well, I'm sure there's going to be more information. In the coming episode, so stay tuned for whatever Meltzer has to report. I wonder how much he ends up reporting or knows about it. But I figured I'd point out that's what happened on October 13th. Well, um, I just want to, I mean, I I can mention it during the show too, but I'm glad you pointed both of those things out because they're um, 
hinted at on the episode of Nitro that airs the uh, on this date, and I didn't know what it was. I was hoping and Shawn Michaels got beat up. Yeah, so I'll point it out when it happens on the show. I'm sure you'll notice it as well, Bob. But Mean Gene at some point comes into the ring and is like, "Hey, you got to call the hotline because um, uh, essentially someone like a uh, I don't know they I forgot the way the, the word they use. Someone in the WWF has left the company." And one of their top stars ended up in a fight on the losing end, but we can't tell you here on TV. You got to call the hotline. And so oh. it's both. It's both of those things. It's Sean getting beat up and Bill Watts leaving. And I didn't know. I didn't look it up. <laughs> That's weird that they were like they took both of those things and talked about it. Oh yeah, call the hotline. You can find out. What a time in wrestling! Could you imagine right now if the WWE came in town, right? And say Roman Reigns went out to a fucking club and literally got his ass whooped by like five guys. WWE would never come back to Syracuse ever again. There would definitely be charges pressed. There would be video footage of it happening. Like dude getting his ass whooped. So he could never like live it down or like deny how bad it really was because it would be camera phone fucking footage 100 percent. yeah it would be so different now if that happened oh and then they'd probably turn it into an angle instead of brushing it under the rug well i think you'd be surprised about whether or not they kind of bring it into an angle stay tuned for that because i I believe that does actually transpire uh, all right, house show notes is just one. It's going to be the Syracuse show on October 14th. <laughs> oh. uh, there were some changes to the card. Shawn Michaels was defeated by the Marine Corps. <laughs> <laughs> Shawn Michaels lost 20 seconds. Shawn Michaels lost a handicap match to uh, 12 servicemen or whatever it was. <laughs> uh, the card featured Hakushi defeating Skip. King Kong Bundy defeated Barry Horowitz. Marty Jannetty won a battle royal. And uh, the Battle Royal was held due to injuries to The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, of course. Uh, one, two, three, Kid defeated Bob Backlund. WWF Tag Team Champion Smoking Guns defeated Men on a Mission. Women's Champion Bertha Faye defeated Alundra Blaze. Savio Vega defeated Kama. And in the main event, Marty Jannetty, who was a substitute for Shawn Michaels, defeated Davy Boy Smith. Ooh, that card sounds like hot garbage. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna waste my time with that. Bob, no, did you that... go in real life? No. Oh. What? You probably were what, like, seventeen? <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't even ten yet. Okay. I don't know for sure. You're, I do. You're, you're an um, asshole. I was gonna say that card is trash, but I still think it's better than the last two ones on the last episode. <laughs> Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. I don't know. I, I, I guess think you you're forgetting. I would. I, I would have gone to the garden over this show. I mean, you don't even get Brett. There's no well, star well, power so in this at thing. all. Undertaker and Sean being uh, injured and not on the show is not good. That's very bad. Yeah. And Marty Jannetty winning a battle royal and then wrestling again. What's this USWA? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So. Yeah, they, as you'll remember, they even promoted. They went to Utica the next night. It's the same card. Oh, God. <clears throat> and uh, those were the last house shows before 
in your house number four. So, what was the attendance on them shows? You got it? The Syracuse one, there isn't an attendance figure. For Utica, it is 1,300. Oof. Yeah. And you say oof, but that's what Raw's been. I mean, it's really comparable to what it's been in the arenas. Yeah, I guess so, but uh, that's pretty rough. All right. Uh, well, it's um, time to do this. It's the go home show before in your house number four. Okay, three, two, one, play. No, nope. <laughs> that's not how this works. Colin Lois. Okay, you guys ready? Okay, slapdick. Here we go. Ready? Five, <laughs> four. Three, two, one, play. Oh, Wait, do I, I really play? Yeah. I, I played. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, clean up the dog hair, you bitch. There we go. Oh, jeez. Tonight, Bret Hart in the side of the steel kid. Oh, he's going to apply the biggest set of braces. Oh, okay. I kind of like that. He what? just hit his forehead like nine times with the cage there. They're I don't both think. The tartar and the abscess. Really? How <laughs> many fucking dentist puns are they going to do here? I don't think this feud warrants a cage match. <laughs> I'm going to floss you between these bars. Gindivitis and overbite now. Like, what in the world? My name's Bret Hart, and I'm going to put over a match with a dentist in a cage match because I work for the Cartoon Wrestling Federation. It's a bunch <laughs> of bullshit. Brother. Uh, where are they at for Nitro, Dallas? Do you know? Shoot. Hold on. I got it pulled up here. They are Manhasset. in <laughs> Albany, Georgia. Okay. Um, and Bob, this episode of Nitro is, uh, I am really liking the setup they have. Um, when they pan to the full arena on the floor between the sections of the crowd, like there's a big section, they have the logos and stuff like shining on the floor. It looks so cool. Okay. And I, th- I mean, the crowd's wicked hot at this one too. So yeah, this is a, it's a pretty good episode. Of Nitro. Oh, wow. They're showing footage from WCW pro. What the fuck? Well, apparently stinging. Flare around there, it looks like. Yeah, but like, what? Wow. Good for them. Do we have a time check on Rob? Because my thing fucking sucks. Uh, I'm at 158.59, two minutes. Oh, I'm at 204. Okay, well, how about you slow it down? Well, I hit play when you said, but okay, I guess I can. Well, mine usually takes a second to get going. Well, so did mine, but hopefully, you know. Guys, what's the time check you got there? 216, 217, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. Well, I'm about two seconds behind. We got Hunter Hearst Helmsley in the ring. We haven't seen him in about two weeks, three weeks, something like that. It's been a little while. I'm so sick of Jerry Lawler, dude. Holy fuck. Bring back Rob Bartlett, for Christ's sake. No, 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 no. We don't want any of that shit. Oh. Oh, fuck my life. 
I'm ready for this shit. Fuck it. Let's I'm go. going to Nitro. I'm going to Nitro. Fuck off. I'm right. Who's coming out? Doink the fucking clown. Oh, Doinker. You're telling me right now Helmsley gets an abbreviated entrance and we get a full Doink one? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, absolutely. And have well, you noticed? We haven't seen Dank in like four months. Well, if you decided to switch over, Diamond Dallas Page is uh, defending, what is it? Is it the TV title, Bob? Against yep. Johnny yeah. B. Bat. Is play. he? Well, he's not out yet, but yeah, he, he's yeah. about to. This is off. This I can't. This is really close. short. That that's that's not the same doink that there was last time. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't like that he's wearing his boots under the tights. Yeah, I don't like that either. But I don't like doink at all. No, this isn't the. This isn't even the fake doink. This is like fake fake doink. That well, that's what I'm saying. I almost thought it was Fatu. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I almost God. thought it did. To me, but, it looks like Kevin Sullivan and under the doink fucking. Yeah, coat. yeah. I think it's Otis. Why is oh my God? Why is Hunter Hearst Helmsley doing this fucking bullshit? He just hit his big nose. He's selling it. Oh my God! This is embarrassing. Doink with a scoop and a slam. Hunter's getting his ass beat by this fucking jabroni. <laughs> what the fuck? What happened to Johnny B. Bad? I missed it. He got knocked out. Oh, I looked away too. Um... Oh, that's fucked up. Oh, outside the nightclub. Oh, the story later on during the show. We're going to talk about the nightclub in Syracuse. Wow. Clothesline there by Hunter Hearst Helmsley, who looks like a fucking idiot. For oh, selling Friday. clown boots. Friday the 13th. Um, Bob, if I remember correctly, on Nitro, I believe that um, Diamond Dallas Page attacked Johnny B. Bad before the match officially started, which they then disqualified him for. And then, if you just noticed, he then laid down on Johnny B. Bad and shot off the Bad Blaster. Oh, that sucks. Way to bait, bait and switch me. Come on, Hamza. I'm just so pissed, dude. This is so bad. Why is Doink still on fucking TV? I am literally shocked that he's in here this late into night. Come on. Well, not even that, but why is he getting the upper hand on someone who was doing fairly well and now is apparently getting his ass kicked by a clown? Yeah. Oh, look, he hits him with a title on Nitro. Okay. As he's making his entries, him with a belt. Why did they feel the need to con- like continue the Doink character after Matt Born? Like, just you're done. It's done. It's for the kids. No, it's done. Like you're. It's, and you know it's what? Done. It's for and it was for my dad. No, no. He likes Doink. Your dad doesn't even really know who Doink is. Oh. That's the best part. He's his favorite wrestler. Hey, and if- hey Bob. Bye. Hey, Bob. Uh, what's Doink put up to? Uh, Dad, he's been dead for about nine years. Uh, really? And I'm like, yep, you ask me that about every year. Sometimes <laughs> twice a year. If you if you put Doink in a police lineup, your dad wouldn't even pick him. No, remember when I got him those Doink socks? And the he's like, socks, oh, what's, and he's what, like what's this? What's, what's this? <laughs> I'm like, Dad, they're Doink the Clown socks. And he's like, oh, Doink and Dink? And I'm like, no, just, just Doink. And he's like, oh, <laughs> I guarantee you he's never worn, worn that. 
Those probably got donated. Probably. They're probably like uh, cat toys. Just for the cat to chew on and piss on and all that other shit. Yeah, they, he uses it as a rag to wipe his car down. Yeah. Hey, Austin, you know what's going to probably piss you off? What? Is over on Nitro, we're going to have a Eddie Guerrero Chris Benoit match. Jesus Christ. And this is what we're getting on Raw. As Hunter yeah. Helmsley just pinned Doink after a, a very stiff-looking pedigree. Like, Doink went down on his knees. Oh, I hope he broke his fucking neck. He's probably pissed. He had to wrestle a clown. Oh. The Americanization. Very Who's Lois wearing the Ico Pro shirt. Wait, yeah, like peak the shirt. Peak the shirt. <laughs> I like that. Wait, why is he? What is going on here? Barry Horowitz is teaching Hakushi about American stuff, so he's teaching him baseball. Why is Hakushi talking to fucking Barry Horowitz? Is he speaking English? He just said Hank Aaron. Now he hugged him. What the fuck was that? Oh my god. Jinsei Shizaki better run as fast as his little fucking buff legs will carry him back to Japan. And now here comes PG-13 coming out to Men on a Mission's music. Still. So they they did announce, like, hey, they're the USWA Tag Team Champions, right? But, like, where are their titles? And please don't tell me it's those circle things in their hand. Those are hubcaps. (laughs) Dude, I've I've seen... Dude, I've seen <laughs> wrestling companies use things that aren't belts as championships. Yeah, like a fucking jacket. A jacket. I've seen like a shield and like a sword. A hubcap? You know what? Okay. <laughs> I thought it was a hubcap too, but once again. Clearly it is. USWA, fucking, you want to wrestle in the mud? Okay, here's our hubcap tag team titles, bro. I mean, this shit could happen. They could they could have came out with a bumper and you would have been like, what's that? Is that the tag team title? I'm just fucking bumper. asking you, smartass. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it it could have been. I fucking dude, I wish those were the tag belts. I <laughs> fucking wish. Fuck you guys. I'm watching the Guerrero and uh, Benoit. <laughs> Oh my god, holy fuck. It could have been. (laughs) Please tell me those aren't the (laughs) tag. I've seen crazier shit. That's all I'm saying, okay? That's ridiculous. The fact is, USWA is probably so broke that would be their fucking yeah. tag. Well, that's what I'm saying. You never know. Oh my god, my stomach hurts. Oh, that was fucking hilarious. Ah, oh, man. I'll tell you, PG-13 compared to smoking guns, they look like children. Yeah, what a fucking difference muscles make. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And oh. don't forget, Billy Gunn's deceptively big. Like, he doesn't look big, but he's fucking huge. Well, especially in 2021, he's fucking enormous. Yeah. Well, even just tall. Like, he's a tall dude. Yeah. Check out the double feature watch. Ready? Oh, duck, duck, duck. And, oh, you shoulder bump your partner. 
Now, yeah. if that was uh, TNA, Mike Tanay would be like, can we get a replay on the truck? Replay, please. Oh, my God, guys, we needed to see that. Bro, they literally just showed a replay. I don't know even what you're talking about. Vince already called for one. Well, it's not saying. What is he, he doing? Oh, my God. He cartwheeled and taunted into a fucking clothesline that killed him from Bart Gunn. Bart ain't oh. playing around. Holy shit. What the fuck? That was impressive. Land his feet. Yeah, landing on his feet from a back body drop. See, now Bart just gave him two weak clotheslines. JC Ice, baby. <laughs> this isn't doing any favors for the USWA, I'll tell you that. Well, to be fair, it's probably Vince's way to be like, ha ha, take that, assholes. Well, right. well, and like what USWA gets out of this is their name set on television. I mean, well, realistically. Yeah, right. Yeah, but they're it's a regional company. Like they don't they're not a national thing. Use our guy use our guys, say our name. I don't care what you do with them. I would have done the same thing. This Eddie and Benoit match is uh fucking good. By Jeez. comparison here. You think? Well listen here, asshole. You are the one that went let's keep on watching Raw. What's the time check on Raw, by the way? Um, I am at 12 minutes and 29, 30 seconds. Yep, that's where I'm at. Okay. Billy um, getting attacked on the floor. Now Bart's making a run for it. He's chasing him around here. They need to get their tag titles or hubcap and just hit him over the head with it. Oh, man, dude, I, I'm telling you, that was some funny shit right there. That's why they call him Wolfie D. I'm not sure sure what that reason just yeah, was. Yeah, what does that have to do with anything? Okay. He runs. Like a Wolfie. Oh, shot to the rib area. Do you like this guy's hair? It's like the reverse skunk. With racing stripes on the side. I don't oh. know, man. <laughs> I think Bob... Oh. How Incident in Syracuse, New York. Look? How fucking indie can you look? Do these guys I don't think these guys could look any more indie than they do. Yeah, no, that's it's pretty bad. Between the like the patchy fucking shorts to the like really shiny electrical tape for wrist tape. I don't know if you can look more indie. Cool. And I'm an electrical tape sort of guy. I know, I've seen your wardrobe. Yeah. That was just because I was too cheap to buy actual black athletic tape. But, yeah. you know, that's beside the point, I guess. You gotta do it, you gotta do it. Uh, Billy here is getting him in slingshot. Oh! oh. <laughs> Catapults him into his partner off the apron. Come on, Bart is chomping at the bit to get in there, Billy. Tag him in. There it is. Tag. Guy begs off. It's really two pussy-ass clotheslines. Yeah, well, he Bart... had one good clothesline, then he cooled down. I think Bart's only move is that clothesline. Really? Because well, he just hit a dropkick and a scoop slam, you son of a bitch. Well, yeah. Don't those you dare are the disparage only... his name. Yeah, those are the only moves. Here we go. Yeah. Sidewinder. Yeah, ready? Side slam with a leg drop, and here we go. Boom. One, two, 
me. Did you just did you see him try to dive in? He <laughs> fell, and Bart yeah. looked at him like, okay. He just put his hands up like, oh, well, it happens. Well, PG-13 looked like absolute scrubs there for the most part, so that sucked. If it was booked any other way, I would have been pissed. Because the way they look compared to those two is like scrubs. Well, what is this? Bertha Faye and Alundra Blaze match? Bertha Faye. A cupcake. Cage match next week. Eddie Guerrero with a frog splash. No, Benoit got his knees up. You're telling me you'd rather watch that little fuck, that little bullshit match than a Lundra Blaze hype video with Bertha Faye? What is this? This past weekend at the Tour de de Force Tour. Great. Yeah, great. You know what, Austin? So starting next week, I am no longer watching Raw, and I'm just going to watch Nitro just to piss you off. Well, that's what Dallas is doing, so I guess you might as well join him. Pretty much. Why are no, we so getting a recap of last week? Why? Notice how Dallas has nothing to say. He's just, he is watching just Nitro. I knew it. No, I, I'm just excited to hear Jim Cornette talk about that tag team match. Yeah. Well, you're the only one. One, two, three. Four. Benoit just had a nice dragon suplex to yeah, defeat Eddie that. Guerrero. As we're getting a uh, pre-taped promo here on a pre-taped show. With a close-up of Bulldog's face. Bulldog's got a really round chin. Mm-hmm. He does. So. He also doesn't know how to blink. Well, he's bizarre. I don't Sometimes I just, I kind of tune out Cornette. I, Yeah. Because he's talking, and it's probably a good promo. but uh, It's usually just rambling. Yeah, it's just like, okay, we get it. Well, that's like kind of how he is for me. He just kind of rambles and like says like too much, and it's like... Yeah. Well, I don't want to start any trouble, but I'm gonna. Big yeah. Daddy cool. oh, they, they are mentioning Yokozuna doing the leg drop, which is how... The uh, British Bulldog got to pin Diesel, and now he's flipping out. You are not going to disrespect me, Doc Hendricks, you son of a bitch. I beat you once. I'm going to beat you again. This Saturday night, or this Sunday night, in your house. I'll believe it when I... See it again, filling a lot of airtime here with this show. In a moment, we're going to break the story about Shawn Michaels. Welcome back. We're getting a static shot of the rafters here. Uh I'm at on honor. Let's go. Is he fully nude? No. He's so angry. Why does it look like he's smelling a really big pile of shit? Well, he's talking. Maybe he is. (laughs) Holy shit. 
<laughs> what did you just say? Who the he fuck? He said was that? that you work a minimum wage job and you do something about do. something, and then you still go to school the next day, and that's honor. What is nice. what does Ahmed Johnson know about fucking honor? He called me a stupid ass cracker. Well, he because I wrote an article, the rise that. and fall of Ahmed Johnson, which was just detailing his career, and he messaged me, took time out of his day to find me on Facebook, and insulted me. Well, well to, be, to be fair, you you, you are a stupid white cracker. Wow. Yeah, you deserve it because but you to even says, hint that there was a fall of Ahmed Johnson. Fat piece of shit, out of shape, no good fuckboy, Dallas Gridley. Fuckboy? Yeah, what? who was just eating a chocolate rice cake with nothing on it. Yeah, like that makes me moron. so fat. I didn't put fucking three pounds of peanut butter on my rice cake. Yeah. Is that okay, Johnny, is so that Johnny Swinger? Listen. Now, now I'm frozen. So you guys fucking the jinx. reason the reason you got called a dumb cracker yeah. is because you even insinuated that there was ever a fall of Ahmed Johnson and not just a rise and sustain. Well, there was a fall. No, no, never. There was. I mean, I'm Wait. thrilled to see him on here now, but. They're talking about Shawn Michaels' thing. They're saying that Shawn Michaels went unconscious and they still continued to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> What's your guys' uh, time check? I froze up. Oh, my goodness. 2044. 20... Yeah, about that. 5, 6, 7, 49, 50. I just, I just, yeah, I just hit 50. I'm like a second ahead, but whatever. Uh, right. 2052 right now. I'll tell you what. Dean Douglas here is looking oh. aggressive. He's moving quick. I don't mind it. Oh, Shawn Michaels is calling in. Hey, Vince. Uh, <coughs> um, yeah. What? Oh, I was talking. Um, yeah. So, he's so right then. if he's if he's calling in, he's all right. In Syracuse, I think is what they call it here. I don't know. Um, hey, um, Dallas, you're a type of guy that looks at peckers. So, how do you feel about um? Dean Douglas's little pecker sticking out of his tights right now. Okay, first off, I haven't even looked at it, but you know, once Shawn Michaels is done talking about getting his ass kicked in Syracuse, I'll let you know. I uh, so yeah, um, Vince, you still there? Yeah. Uh, no, you go ahead. Oh, I was talking. Um, I don't feel good. I mean, D- Dean Douglas just won the match during this phone call. Well, let's be serious. The highlight and the whole reason for this match was the phone call. <laughs> well, well, it's not, though, because it happened after this was already taped. So they oh. were just like, ah, we'll do it during the Dean Douglas match. Yeah. Well, I've had to restart it. this episode and refresh my page twice. He he said that he was going to still be at the pay-per-view despite being, like, murdered. <laughs> I'm also pissed off still prank. that Todd Pengel is still not appeared on raw in months it feels like why is doc Hendricks in the dungeon of doom right now selling merch what kind of shirt is that two dudes with attitudes Mm. i just got a cricket ad what's that tell you i don't think i like that 
It's only twenty bucks plus three ninety five shipping and handling. You know what I would do to pay three ninety five for shipping and handling in on anything? Yeah, I almost bought something today, and I was like, I'm not paying eight dollars to ship that, so I didn't buy it. Oh, there's the little shark cage. Yeah, we're getting the cage set up here. We're at uh, literally just at the midway point for the show here. Oh wait! So if Lawler interferes, he goes he goes into the cage. Oh, he's just just being there already. Yeah, I mean you're pretty much telling us he's going to interfere. Imagine or if he, he didn't. Going, and he they just didn't there. use it. I just hope they don't even use it. Now, I think the I, I think Lawler is legitimately afraid of heights, and I don't think he actually wanted to do this. <laughs> if I remember correctly. But he obviously it does. <clears throat> Alright. We're getting a rundown. So this should be Todd Pattengill doing it, but it's Vince. Diesel, British Bulldog for the WWF World Championship. Alrighty. Yeah, he beat him because Yokozuna dropped his fucking egg roll of a leg on him. Shawn Michaels defending the Intercontinental Championship against the Dean. If he's even healthy enough. Tag, what is this? Tag Team Championship match. Smoking Guns defending against a Razor in 1-2-3. Oh, they're friends again now because they shook hands the one time. There's no way. Oh, they're doing this because they're saying oh. the cage fought two against Hunter Helmsley, Marty Jannetty taking on Goldust. I like how they changed the background for Goldust into gold. Yeah, the V was also gold. Yeah. So they're setting that, up the cage and we're going to Goldust. Is that the rundown? Okay. Marty Jannetty, Teen Idol. Frankly, my dude, I don't give a damn. That's what he said? Yeah. Major makeover. Courtesy. Goldust. Okay, so Marjani's going to get a, a makeover thanks to Goldust. Oh, my God. We're going to King of the Ring now? Okay, Mabel with a leg drop. You can get this on Coliseum Home Video, by the way. That's right. Mabel pinned him. And then three weeks ago on Raw, belly belly suplex by Mabel. And then a leg drop. Brother. And then last week, splashed him in the corner. Devastating. Yokozuna leg drop. A Mabel leg drop. Mabel might be the most exciting superstar on Raw at this point. Okay. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm a fan of Sabio Vega. Oh, Paul Bear. Great. Oh, look at what I've done. Hailing from the sub shop. <laughs> oh, my God. Watch his face. Oh, wait a second. That's what he's saying in this promo? Yep. 
Yeah, so I think um, <laughs> Mabel like fucked up his face on a house show, so now he's probably gonna have a mask. Oh no! This is this time. I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't know this. So. Oh, oh my God! Mask Undertaker is so much worse than regular. Phantom, Phantom of the Opera. Oh my God! Why did they do this? He will return very soon. It's the fifth. So is, he, is he not going to be at the pay per view now? Uh, it's well, the they didn't fifth say that. time he's had to return in two years. Well, here comes the dentist guy for the cage match. <clears throat> Meanwhile, on Nitro, it's been Mang against Jim Duggan the uh, entire time. Oh, God. I'll take the dentist. <laughs> What is this? Oh. If I was Yankum, I'd finish my promos with "You better have insurance." Oh. oh. Battle Royal next week. Twenty man Battle Royal faces Sean or Dean Douglas for the IC title. And that'll be live, right? Yes. Oh, that might be good. Nine. PM. I do like I do like Battle Royals. It's simple and fun. We got Tom in the ring here. Come on, Brett. He's in all black. That means it's business, guys. Austin, what would you rather watch? This cage match or uh, Flair teaming up with Sting to take on Arn Anderson and Brian Pillman? Um, Probably the tag team match. Wow. Now, if you look at Nitro again, Bob, Hulk Hogan is also wearing black again, and the background is black, and he looks even meaner than he did before. Yeah, Jimmy Hart's in all black, too. And he's got the gloves on and everything. It's really weird to, like, see this before he, like, turns and is, like, actually wearing black all the time. He also looks very weird without the mustache, but, you know. What are you trying to say? When does he turn? Oh, I don't know, I guess. He never turns. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. He's Hulk Hogan. You're speculating. Yeah. Guys, we're getting the cage locked right now, and you're missing it. In case you didn't get enough cage match last week on uh, Nitro, you're getting it this week on Raw. <laughs> they should have, when they were uh, locking the cage, Vince should have been like, brought to you by, uh, what, what's the, what's uh, a key or a, a lock uh, brand? Master lock. Master lock. There you go. Yank him beating the shit out of Brett. Hogan's still talking about something. Uh, so how do you guys feel about the blue cage versus the regular chain link cage? I prefer the blue. Really? I don't know if hurt. I do, to be honest. I don't know if I do. The blue, that those bars are going to wreck your face. Well, chain and here's the thing. It's not going to hurt as much. I think my problem with the blue cages, it's specifically designed to be climbed. Yeah. Where the other cage, I feel like, is way harder for them to climb, so I like it. Well, yeah, and I feel like, like, like this one's stiffer. Like, if you throw them against this one, yeah, it's going to hurt. The other one, you can more bounce off of. But I feel like the other one's good for, like, you know, I'm going to rake your fucking face against this. Right. And, and like, right. I feel like you can do, I, I would say, more damage with it than the blue cage. Well, how do you guys feel about... 
the escape rule or having it be pin or submission? I mean, I don't know, because the whole point is you're you're not supposed to get out, but as Bret Hart easily climbs and nearly escapes. Know. In any other situation or circumstance where it's like you have to go to get something or you have to go and do something, it's not just a straight up pin and submission. It's always weird to me. Yeah. Um, but I think in this situation, I prefer escape cage matches over just pin or submission. It makes the cage more an element to the match than instead of like just a weapon to use. And I kind of like that. Well, oh, it is. Look at Master. There you go. Great. Yeah. Uh, but I don't even think there's really much you can do in terms of using the cage as a weapon to begin with. There, there's well, yeah, some I, stuff. Yeah. But I, don't know. I, I like okay, I you like can throw them into things. it 900 times. Or you can, like, I don't know, grate their face or, like, pull their arm through it or, you know, put them in the ropes and hit them against the cage in the ropes. And yeah. there's, like, shit you can do. But I, I, I don't know. I like the drama of, like, two guys being on the top or, no, oh, somebody gets suplexed off or somebody jumps off the top. or I like that dynamic where it's, like, they're on the top, it's using all it. or nothing. Yeah. I like that. It's like sudden death when you're on top of the cage. There's a little bit more excitement involved. Oh, Yankum sending Brett face first into the cage. Same thing, I guess, for like a Royal Rumble match. When they're out on the apron, it's like sudden death. Oh, fuck. Either you're getting thrown out or you're going to find a way to come back in. I don't know. I like that. Lawler doesn't want Yankum to leave quite yet. And Brett's going to stop him. So Lawler d- is not in the cage to start. So he's definitely going to be getting involved here. But that was an awkward looking fall. Yeah, I thought it was too. Although I'll tell you, there is stuff I don't like about cage matches. Number one, I don't like when people escape out of the door and win. I don't like that. Is well, Brett calls for the door? To... The door is locked. Yeah, well, the ref's unlocking it for him. Yeah, are you I fucking don't... kidding me? I don't like that. I don't like when things like that happen. And I don't like that probably seven out of ten cage matches, somebody comes out, punches the guy, he goes back down in the cage, and then like the other person climbs out. I don't like Does... I think Jerry Lawler has the key. I don't like how predictable cage matches oh. That that's funny. Cause that's why he's laughing. Oh, he's got the lock. Oh, that's funny. Don't say anything. We're going to commercial break. Will Brett be able to survive? Oh, special bulletin. What is this? Okay, but yeah, special bulletin. For more information on the Sean... Michael's situation. Call the WCW hotline. 1-900-909-9900. Call the WWF superstar line. Option six. Wow. 
And there's the number. It's not active anymore. Kids under 18 must have parents' permission. Oh, Brett's biting his knee. That's weird. What's our time check here, guys? Um, I am at 3506, 07, 08, 09, 10. Okay, well, I'm about four seconds behind you. But that's okay. Clothesline by Brett off the top rope. Oh, he's going for the structure. Get it. Yeah, turn him over. Tap um, out. Bitch. Dallas just said, "Um, he was he's tapping." Yeah, well, it's not it's not submission then. It must oh, be this... uh, escape. Oh, I missed that. To be honest with you, it... why did he put the submission on? That's stupid. Weaken his legs. That way he can no, get the bullshit. Get the injury, man. That's dumb. Oh, I've had to restart there's... so many times this episode. It's so annoying. Lawler I never climbing. had this problem on Xbox. I'm just going to say that. See, now Lawler's punching him. He Does he forget that if he interferes, he goes in the cage? Yeah, probably. See, this is what I mean about being too predictable for like a cage match finish. Because this literally happens so often. Well, Monsoon is out here. Telling Lawler to get down. Lawler's like, no, I'm gonna stay up here. He's kicking away at the officials. What Earl Habner's pulling his pants down. Well, oh, oh, Bret Hart's up there now. He's punching him. <clears throat> Lawler's probably gonna fall onto Monsoon, right? Is that what's gonna happen? No. no. You think Monsoon's taking that bump? Yeah, fucking right. That would have been great. Get him out of here, Earl. Get him out of here. Oh, they're going to put him in the fucking... There you go. Oh, Lawler just got thrown into the little shark cage. He probably was actually scared. I'd believe that. No, he is. Hasn't Lawler been on in a cage suspended above the air before? Not that I know of. Somebody was. Who was on Raw? Fucking so many people have been. I don't even know. No, even since me and Bob watched, didn't they do this for somebody? Not on Raw. Not in a cage. Or am I thinking Sting? When was Sting in a cage? Or, um, fucking who? Is it RoboCop that gets put up in a cage or something? <laughs> no, RoboCop comes out. Not, Somebody not, was in a cage above the arena before. This has Cor- happened before. This. I mean, Cornette's probably done it. I don't know. No, I feel like we watched it on Icopod. With, whether it was like a WCW show or... I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe Jimmy Hart. Was Jimmy Hart in a cage? No. I don't know. Whatever, man. Uh, as Lawler gets picked up over on Nitro, Sting finally just came out to help out his partner, Ric Flair, because they wanted to make sure that he had the heart to f- do this match. So Sting just came out. Get it, Bret Hart, the heart? He wanted to make sure that he had the heart. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. They they cut a promo here a little bit about it. He had to make sure that he he could do it and saw it in his eyes, that he wanted it and all this shit. So Sting stayed in the back. and. <laughs> okay, well, Sting's a dick then. That's fucked up. 
Do you really need a mini cage during a cage match? Probably not. Yeah. It's kind of killing the gimmick here. I like how the mini cage had a headset for Lawler to talk into. And the spotlight is like shining on him. Lawler's saying he's going to get sick. He's going to get a nosebleed. And then I I think he legitimately does get a nosebleed because he is afraid of heights. I think they should drop the bottom of that little cage out and see what happens. Okay, so Lawler would be murdered. That's fun. Well, at least both knees would be probably blown out. Well, yeah, at the very least. What is that little thing he's holding on to? That's the uh, microphone. Oh. Yeah, headset. Oh. They just happen to be attached to the top of the cage. He does look quite frazzled. I would be. Be terrified. Come on, Yankum. Win He's the match. He's gonna win. He's gonna win the steel cage match. Oh, Brett's gonna stop him. Trading right hands here. It's all been very cage. exciting. This made him in here. No, this is um I don't think this has been a good episode either. Oh yeah! Oh, oh, oh! Brett crotches himself right in the nuts. Oh, he does. He is getting a nosebleed. <laughs> yeah, he does have a nosebleed. How did they pull that off? No, that's a, a sh- legitimate nosebleed. Yeah, but did he do something? No, he has a legitimate nosebleed. He's gonna get sick. He's crying. I love it. Hmm. I think somebody should tweet him. Yeah, let's do it. Dick, why'd you get a nosebleed? We're back from commercial here. Brett uh, and Yankum are in the corner slugging it out. How much time is left in this thing? I don't right. know, but this episode, this episode feels a lot longer than the last one. Yeah. I mean, there's, they haven't really been able to do anything in this cage. Well, they I just don't... go ahead, Alice. I was just all they're doing is like punching each other. They go to the corner, throw the person off the corner, sl- throw them against the cage. Okay, punch him again. It's like this rinse, repeat, do well, it again. And that's kind of to my point. I was just gonna say it's like it's almost if Brett and Yankum have no chemistry whatsoever. Yeah, they're just not meshing well at all. So they have to do, like, literally the basics of this cage match in order to just get by. Well, and they're, like, relying on the constant trying to escape deal. Yeah, I don't know. For the drama part of it. With no real buildup in between. Like, that's all they're doing. Yeah. So that's kind of a bummer. DDT by Yankomir. Uh, where's your guys' excitement level for In Your House 4? Uh, I, I'm sort of excited for British Bulldog and Diesel, even though yeah. I feel like Diesel's matches have kind of been pretty lame recently. But I think just in general, that's like interesting enough to like, okay, that's like drawing my attention in to the show. Yeah, I don't know if realistically it shouldn't be like we shouldn't care about that because they don't care about it but for some reason kind of like bob said earlier 
Bulldog just feels like a star right now. So it is a match that I feel like I do want to see. And really, when I think about it, it being the pay-per-view, it's the only match I do think of as far as me being interested in watching it. Well, I'm kind of interested in the debut of uh, Goldust. Goldust, yeah. I think think that is... um... One of the the selling points, even. Well, who's this guy? What's he going to do? What's he going right. to look like when he gets in the arena? So I think that that for sure. I'm, yeah. I'm even more yeah. interested to, like, what are they going to do with, um, as Jerry Lawler throws down a key to De- uh, Isaac Ingham. Um, like, what are they going to do with Shawn Michaels now? Because Shawn Michaels, Dean Douglas, even though there's, like, not much going on there, maybe it would have been a decent match. But, like, now what are they going to do? Right. I don't know. For me, when it comes to the gold dust thing, I'm almost nervous because the last couple of debuts we've seen have not been impressive at all. Half the time, the guy struggles to win. So hopefully they just do a good debut here. And maybe if it's on a pay-per-view, it'll be a little bit better, but they're not good at debuts. Well, I think Gennady will be a good opponent for him. I'm hoping so. I just Make hope that Janetti doesn't get most of the offense because I don't think that's how it should go. Yeah. Brett with a running bulldog. That usually means the finishing sequence is right around the corner. Back break. Back break. Uh. And he's probably going to go for the middle rope forearm drop here. No, mm-hmm. he's not going to do Boom. that. Nitro is wrapping up as Ross still on. Sting and Luger team up to face Harlem Heat next week. That's a good match. Brett's going up and over the top without any issue right now. He's about to beat him off with a forearm? Yeah. Not even like a pile driver or something. Wow. Or suplex off the top. I think Yankum's done that. That's ridiculous. He beat him on his like fourth level finishing move. That's not even a finishing move, dude. It's not. It's a signature move. What the fuck? Well, to be honest, if this is the end of Yankum, I think that's fine because it lasted way longer than I thought it did. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I thought he was going to be done right after SummerSlam. Right at SummerSlam. I have a feeling we're going to keep seeing Yankum until well into 96. (laughs) Really? Yeah, unfortunately. He might be done by, like, Royal Rumble. McMahon's telling Lawler that they're having problems with the cable, so he's stuck up there. (laughs) This is probably Vince actually fucking with Jerry Lawler. I would imagine so. I guarantee it is. As They just showed the arena. They have these lights on because most of the uh, seats are empty now. Yeah. Right. Oh, Yankum's climbing up the cage to get him. That's funny. It's Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern. I feel it's an earlier time than usual. They got a lot of shit to cram in, dude. Yeah, I guess. All right, well, that wraps up the go-home show for uh, for Raw heading into In Your House 4. So I would say that one was subpar as well. I'd say that one was worse than the previous week. Uh, I was pretty bored, dude. That was a boring show. Yeah, I would say it was worse. I mean, the the six what was it? The six man tag last week 
in general was better than anything that they gave us this week. Sure. And we had four matches this week versus the two last week. And like that half of the show made up for, I mean, Bret Hart and Yankum in that cage, that was boring as fuck. Like that was like, Wicked it was, boring. It was, and it was way too long. If that yeah. was shorter, half the length, maybe it wouldn't have been so bad. Yeah. yeah. Super boring. Uh, especially for a cage match main event with Bret Hart featured. Yeah. Um, I did think the Smoking Guns had a good little showing and kind of made clowns of uh, the USW yeah. tag champs. I kind of actually they liked that did. a lot. Yeah, they definitely did. Yeah, no, that wasn't bad. Now, one thing I feel like I, I keep noticing, and I'm sure we've mentioned it before, but I feel like these like go home shows for pay per views like do Are not. Terrible? They don't get us excited. <laughs> no, like they're very very bad to make me want to buy a pay per view. Yeah. Um. Speaking of bad, how about Hunter Hearst Helmsley basically jobbing a doink until he hits the pedigree for the win? That was fucking bad, dude. Well, there's no reason for doink to be on television. Here's the thing. You want to know how you book that match? Bell rings. Doink runs at Hunter Hearst Helmsley. He kicks him in the gut. Pedigree, one, two, three. Match is over. Well, you want to know how you book that match? You don't. you don't book it. You don't book it. There's no reason for it. Yeah, it's uh, that doink specifically, I'm telling you, is a different guy. There's no way it's even no. the same doink that was with Dink. No. No, no, it definitely wasn't. Um, second of all, he was way, he was even doing more comedy little fucking shit than the other doink was. Mm-hmm. Triple H was playing along with it, which sucks. Getting beaten up most of the match, and then hits a pedigree and wins. So, I don't know. I don't know where Triple H is going at this point. Hunter Hurts Helmsley. Interest is falling off a cliff for him week to week. Um, he hasn't now- even had a major program at all. He's been here for six months. Yeah, and he kind of came in with a little bit of hype. I mean, something. Yeah. Um, And now the Shawn Michaels thing, that's going to... Talk about bad fucking timing, dude. Without Shawn Michaels potentially on your next couple of shows, there is a crater-sized hole in your programming. This dude's a major, major facet, if not the top babyface of your show. Number two, at least. Um, really one of the only reasons to watch right now. And if he's going to stop being on the show for a little while, if he's actually legitimately really hurt, uh, we're in some deep friggin' crap. Yeah, for sure. Because nobody's filling that role. Well, Marty I, Gennetti. No way. Not even close. Tatanka. No. Savio Vega. Mm-mm. Nobody. Sir Mo. Yeah, right. Talk about a guy who I can't believe has a job still. Um, so I don't know. It's just like the pieces were like, dude, three, four weeks ago, the pieces were there. I could see the puzzle. And it's almost as if the last two, three weeks, even going into this pay-per-view, 
Somebody took their arm and swiped the entire puzzle off the table, and it's like, nope, you ain't getting none of that shit. Oh, you were liking Raw? Mm-hmm. You're done. You were maybe excited for the pay-per-view come out? You're done. You ain't getting it. It's just, just bad timing all the way around. Yeah, it's been a disappointing lead-in. Like, it, like the this taping started off pretty decent, and then just tapered off too much. Way too much. Yeah. They need to do probably... I know in 97... No. Maybe 97. They do, like, every other... Yeah, that's. See, I don't know. I thought it was every other already. When they go two hours, I'm pretty sure it's live every week. Yeah. But there is a stretch of time where it is every other. No, I I remember hearing about the every other, but I knew I knew that we were going like every like almost four shows here. Yeah. Like, see, I, I don't know. Like, and, Bob, and, was it ever every other when we watched? I thought it would go taped, non-taped, taped, non-taped. Did they start uh, that way? Early on, yeah, and early on in '93, it it didn't turn into this this type of format until they until they left the Manhattan Center. That makes sense. So late '93, they would do that. I want to say second quarter '94, probably, because I know after. I'm going to say maybe it kind of started around WrestleMania 10. That makes sense. Like maybe uh, maybe after it. Yeah, to save a little bit of money. Yeah, because I remember they were in Poughkeepsie. Yeah. And they, I know that they had three tapings there. Yeah, the they were there one, forever. Yeah. The second one they had the uh, 10-man tag that was supposed to be at WrestleMania. So I'm, I want right. to say around WrestleMania 10. Yeah, you're right. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, it definitely shows. You know, it's probably saving them quite a bit of money, which is fine. Um, but it definitely shows. Especially, I mean, look at so this chunk of tapings that we just did. Yeah. Week one, two, three, four. This little chunk. Week three. So last week's episode had virtually, like, if you boil it down, there was no content. That was a complete filler week. Let's just scrape together anything to like fit that show. Mm-hmm. The only thing we have for this show is the tag team match. We're gonna have to make it and post after that. Right. That's not okay. You cannot do that right now. Because WCW is not doing that. They're putting a lot of garbage out there, but at least it's fresh garbage, hot off the truck. This shit's been sitting around fucking filled in. Like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. I, I agree with you. No, no, no. I don't know. I'm bummed. I am too. Uh, at some point, it's got to get better, though, right? Uh, in a couple of years. <laughs> we hold out hope. I mean, we... And here's the thing. I can't say 90. I cannot honestly say that 95 from pillar to post has been garbage. There's been a lot. Majority. 
but there is some little good stuff here and there. A lot <laughs> of it's a carryover from 94, and that's fine. But it did happen within the 1995 calendar year, and that's all that matters. This can't get much worse than TNA 03, I'll tell you that. Oh, come on. <laughs> come I, on. I don't think WWF as a company can get much worse than 1995. So that's reassuring. Yeah, like, no this is what, definitely... This like, is definitely this rock is valley. This is the valley of WWF. This is as low as it gets. Yeah. I mean, that's a positive. Where so, it's only up from here eventually. Exactly. Right. I don't we know. We got dig deeper. It's we, we're at the deepest point. We get we got some new faces coming in though. We have Goldust, Ahmed Johnson had his first little vignette yeah. thing. So I mean, there's some positives there. Like we got some stuff coming in. And I know in '96 there is, especially pay per view. '96 has '96 has some good stuff. Oh, I know for sure. '96 firsthand is going to be better personally. Yeah. But, but it has been. Not even a journey to get there. It's been like a, oh man, it's been a like a trek through a just a forest that's fighting back where you you, you don't ever think you're gonna get out. It's like the never ending forest that we've had to walk yeah. through. Um, but you know, as far as new faces, yeah, I am interested in gold dust. I do think that'll be kind of. A little bit of a shot in the arm, especially because, again, he's like nothing else we see on WWF TV. We already know that for a fact, just from the look. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody's really doing face paint, you know, in the WWF right now. Uh, the all gold, all one color is weird. The The promo delivery is weird. The character is somewhat based in reality as far as being like a... I don't know, a movie buff sort of guy, a Hollywood guy. Um, it's just weird. It's a weird mashup. And I think that more than anything is what interests me. It does still feel a little, you know, berate as far as like a, you know, cheesiness goes for the look. But I'm willing to look by that because I am interested to see what he offers in the ring. And I'm glad that we're finally going to be able to see that. Um Marty's probably going to be, like Bob said earlier, the best case scenario for a first match. I just hope that Goldust does more offense than he is forced to do defense. And that's what typically happens with a lot of these debuts. They kind of come in and it's like, well, wait, who's getting the debut match, this guy or this guy? Because the star is getting his ass beat or is like struggling to beat up the enhancement guy. So even if we get a competitive match, I'm okay with that. I just can't watch Marty Jannetty dominate Goldust. Goldust mm-hmm. do one move, and like that's his debut. That sucks. I'm over those debuts. Um, as far as I'm at Johnson, Bob, you might get a kick out of this, but for some reason, from that little piece that we just saw of him, I'm getting <laughs> Ludwig Borga vibes. Is that weird? Like the meathead, muscly guy, doesn't really talk well. Probably just going to do a lot of punches and slams. I mean, I guess. Ahmed has definitely more agility. And see, I haven't seen enough of Ahmed Johnson. I think you'll be surprised with Ahmed. I've seen some, but like 
kind of towards the tail peak. So like, you know what? This is this is what it is. So Borga is he was more of your typical foreign heel '80s type of guy, just brawler guy. Yeah. yeah. Ahmed Johnson is going to be a muscular, more lunatic version of Virgil. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you know when like on that raw where Virgil was doing you know Ray Mysterio moves like he was Sabu or something yeah well Ahmed Johnson will do similar shit like that see yeah I don't I haven't seen enough from him that he even kind of has the same gear he has red like right. red tights and shit like that and Virgil right. had white and red but you know I don't know I picture Ahmed Johnson as like 97 where he really didn't do shit and he was like oh, her no. and then came back and like that's the that's Ahmed no. I'm picturing. Yeah, so the best Ahmed is from his debut roughly around here until about July of 96. Yeah, see I haven't seen a lot of that. So right. I and guess then, and then yeah, Farouk like kills his kidney and then his career is never the same. Yes. That. Yes. That's the Ahmed that I picture when I think of him. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm holding out interest. I didn't like that. That was one of the first things that jumped out in my mind, though. Is like oh, I don't want to be making that comparison, but I don't know for some reason I couldn't help it. But no, I think I think Ahmed. I think Ahmed's going to be a a pleasant sight. Yeah, from what you're telling me, he might even be a front runner for one of my favorites coming up pretty soon. <laughs> so I think you're going to enjoy him quite a bit. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. I am going to stay hopeful. I'm thinking that maybe In Your House 4 won't be as bad as the last couple have been. Not, I don't know. In Your House 3 was decent for what it was. You know, if we can at least keep decent, I'll take decent. So if, if In Your House 4 is decent, dude, I'm good with that. I'm not even going to get greedy. And that's where I'm at with it right now. Yeah, I mean, I feel like... In Your House 4 is the first one in the past three that it's like, okay, this one, I feel like this might not be too bad going into it. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I feel like the build for it has been worse than the other ones. Oh, the build's been fucking Absolutely. Awful. Absolutely. There's been virtually no build. Yeah. At least they've tried the last couple. But on paper, this one has me a little bit more interested than the other ones do. I mean, think of In Your House 3, dude. All they had was the tag team match. Literally nothing else on that show mattered but that tag team match. At least with this one, there's the tag team match. There's kind of a storyline with Undertaker and fucking Mabel, blah, blah, blah. Um, We were kind of going to get something out of... um, What am I thinking? That they promoted... A little bit of. Oh, fuck. Well, there's there's Sean and Dean. Yeah, they didn't promote that at all. No. No. So there's Diesel Bulldog, Sean, Dean, Guns mm. Against Ramon and Kid, which is kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, um, promote that. The fuck am I thinking of? Mabel and Taker. Yeah, they promoted that a little bit. Is that it? That I can really remember. Let me uh, pull up the card here real quick. I feel like we're missing something, and they kind of promoted that a little bit at least. Let's see here. In your house. Nope. In your house. Four. All right. 
so we're probably thinking. No, that's it. So this is this is the card, right? We have Hunter Chris Humsley against Fatu. The right. Guns defending the tag titles against one, two, three, Kid and Ramon. Right. Goldust against Janetti. Mm-hmm. Uh, Douglas this, Sean. Douglas and Sean. King Mabel against Yokozuna. What? Yeah. No, it's King it's King Mabel versus Undertaker, man. No, it says King Mabel versus Yokozuna. I don't think we're supposed to know that yet. Well, I think when Paul Bear was saying that he's not going to be there, that was oh. an indicator that he's not going to be at the pay per view. Oh. Uh, and then your main event is Bulldog and Diesel. Okay, well, going into it, none of those matches sound completely fucking terrible. Mm. Except, except now that we know it's Yokozuna instead of The Undertaker. Yeah. That one sounds fucking terrible. But if you put Undertaker back in there, on paper, that's the strongest in your house we've had booked. <sighs> Storylines are not that. just for sheer stars. That's the that's the biggest in your house that they booked. I'm not sure. I don't know. Either way, my you know, my aims and my hopes are still. If we get decent, I will take decent. I'm not even asking for good, cause we ain't gonna get good. Okay. I'm asking for just make me not hate the two and a half hours, please. Just decent. That's it. It's a very simple request. Well, it's only two hours. Well, we're on here for two and a half hours, and I hate the half hour talking to you guys automatically. So, you know, the two hours of the show. Right. So I don't know. Either. Listen, here's the deal. If you like pain. And you're you're as sadistic as Bob is. Tune in next week. Listen to our pain. If you don't like pain, and you hate the WWF because you're a jerk, and you don't listen to the podcast and you're not a true listener, skip it. We'll see you next time. But if you're a real diehard guy or gal, which you're probably not a gal, so a real diehard guy. You're going to tune in no matter what happens next week, whether it's Yokozuna getting subbed in or fucking King Kong Bundy. You're going to be here with us. And you're going to suck it up. And you're going to put on your full diaper, as Dallas likes to say. And you're going to sit here and you're going to fucking watch it with us. Because that's what we do. We we watch it, whether it's good or bad. And we're here for you regardless. And I don't know if I can pitch it any better than that. No, I don't think you can. That, yeah. that that sums it up pretty well. Um, yeah. Needless to say, I'm sure Dallas has nothing more to add. Nope. <laughs> of course not. Austin did a pretty good final pitch there. Uh, our next episode is, in fact, In Your House number four. So hopefully uh, we don't waste, like Austin said, two and a half hours. But we'll have to find out next week for that. So until then, for Austin Skinner and for Dallas Greeley, I am Bob Conn Jr. And this has been Echopod. But before we sign off, you I want to, yeah, I'm throwing a curveball. It's a curveball episode. Okay. 
What I want to know is, number one, what is the over-under? Because this just popped into my head as we were closing out, and I want to see what you guys think. I, I feel like I know what you're going to say because it's the logical answer. But I'm going to ask it anyway. What is the over-under on Bulldog actually beating Diesel to become the champion? Now, mind you, Diesel, who's basically had to ride on Shawn Michaels' coattails for the spotlight, now no longer most likely has Shawn Michaels to ride on to. Um, so do we see Diesel being able to carry, or do you think we need to switch it up with Bulldog? What happens? If I, you know, if this was in timeline, like whatever, I have absolutely no belief that Bulldog is going to win the WWF World Championship. None. They haven't really built him that way. Yeah, that's why I'm saying. Like, I don't. If he had pinned Diesel with the running power slam instead of Yokozuna hitting a leg drop, yes. I'd be at like you know thirty percent. Yeah, that's a good point. But he hasn't done nothing to even cast doubt. Well, and realistically, if we look at the track record here from the you know barely any buildup, but at least some, anything to do with Bulldog and Diesel, other than when Bulldog was just spamming the kick button on Diesel on the apron. Um, it's been Bulldog kind of capitalizing on other people attacking him or, you know, putting him on his back or hitting him with a finisher. And then Bulldog does something. Yeah. So that's the only thing that kind of bums me out to, you know, I, cause I want to believe that there's a chance that Bulldog wins. Right. As a fan, I want to believe that. But in my opinion, they've kind of killed that. They what is what have they shown that makes Bulldog seem like a legitimate threat to Diesel's championship? Nothing. He was wearing that ever intimidating brown hat. Yeah, that well, was the, the hat last week was pretty. Yeah, you know. Let's face it. As Vince McMahon would say, there is no chance in hell. All right. Well, as as long as we're yeah, as long as we're on the same page with that. You know, because I don't know. I want to hold out hope. But I thought you guys had more logic than I did. So there you go. That proves it. All right. Well, this time for real. For Austin Skinner and for Dallas Grizzly, I am Bob Conley Jr. And this has been Ico Prime. You got to hear it.